You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 130, Hope Restored. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, my friends. How you guys doing? Welcome back to the podcast. It is a beautiful fall day over here. It started off cold, though. I went to bring my daughter to preschool, and I had to scrape the frost off the car. I wasn't happy about that. (laughs) But it's turned out to be a beautiful sunny day, and... The leaves are changing color. It looks so nice outside. I'm loving it. I'm loving this time of year. And actually, the other day totally felt like it was the holidays. Like I was like walking down the stairs and it felt like it was Thanksgiving or Christmas. I couldn't decide which one, but I smelled the cinnamon for my husband. He was cooking oatmeal. I smelled the cinnamon and it put me like right in the middle of the holidays. Does that ever happen to you guys where you're going about your day and you smell something and it puts you into a certain memory or a place or time. That's totally what happened to me. So I was like, all right, it's the holidays. We're here. We've arrived, (laughs) which I know we haven't, right? It's only October. But one of my friends the other day, she was talking about wanting to start decorating her unit for Christmas and her coworkers weren't having it. But if you guys are getting excited about the holidays and want to start celebrating early, I'm there for it. So feel free to get excited. I'll get excited with you. But today we're going to be talking about hope. I want to help restore your hope. We're going to talk about what hope is and how to generate more of it. I'm actually going to walk you through an exercise that you can do to create more hope in your life today. Because I think nurses are craving some hope right now. I don't know how many times I've heard nurses say recently that healthcare is shot that nursing as we know it is destroyed. And they don't sound like they have a whole lot of hope for the future of nursing or for their own careers and enjoyment. And that's quite a bummer, right? That's pretty sad. And so I want to help you restore some hope. And I feel like that's something I can do. Because in the Slam Your Stress Retreat, that's what nurses told me was the big benefit they received from participating in the retreat, which I thought was pretty cool. So we spent five days together in a private Facebook group, and I went live every day teaching tools like I teach in my coaching program, Bold Nurse Bootcamp. And so I went live every day, taught some tools, gave them some exercises to apply the tools, and we had an awesome week together. But at the end of the week, I put a little poll in the group, and I said, what was the biggest benefit you experienced this week? And one option was more hope and joy. Another option was improved relationships. And then the last one I put was more energy. And I said, you know, if I didn't list your benefit here, leave it in the comments. But everyone, but I think one person said hope and joy, more hope and joy was the big benefit they experienced from being in the Slam Your Stress retreat. And so that got me thinking. I was like, that's really interesting. Like, it doesn't surprise me, but it's interesting. I wonder what's behind that. So I started thinking about hope. And I looked up 
hope. There are a whole bunch of definitions online that you can find for hope in different contexts, how it's used. One of those definitions was grounds for believing something good may happen. And I think that's really interesting because right now a lot of nurses aren't feeling very much hope. They don't feel like they have grounds to believe that things will improve. They don't feel like they have grounds to believe or evidence to believe that nursing is going in a positive direction. So I was thinking about how these tools I teach and taught at the Slam Your Stress Retreat and teach in Bold Nurse Bootcamp, how all of these tools help restore that hope, how they increase the evidence for you that maybe something good will happen, that your life will head in a positive direction, that you can experience the career and life you've been hoping for. So what about those tools helped people see that there's evidence that things can improve? So I was thinking about stress. Now, you guys might have learned about stress if you took a psychology class before in your schooling. You probably heard about eustress and distress. So these are two different kinds of stress, right? So eustress is positive stress. It's exercise that puts stress on your body but helps your body improve. It's feeling like you have a goal you want to achieve. And you might feel a little bit of stress pushing you to go and do the things you need to accomplish that goal. So you stress is uncomfortable. It creates some tension for us, but we feel empowered to work through that tension and create positive things in our lives. Whereas distress causes us to feel stuck and hopeless. So when we experience distress, we feel fatigued. We're exhausted. It drains us. We feel overwhelmed, like there's too much to do. We don't even know where to start. And maybe it impacts our physical health or causes us to not be able to sleep very well. So it doesn't help us move forward or live a more productive or healthy life. Whereas you stress, we are able to experience those positive benefits of stress, even though it's still a little bit uncomfortable. We're able to experience those positive benefits because we have increased self-efficacy, which is increased belief that we're able to accomplish what we're trying to do, that we have the power to make those changes and make that progress in our life. So we end up having a more positive outlook and increased resilience. So that's what I saw in my nurses in the Slam Your Stress Retreat and in my nurses in Bold Nurse Society and Bold Nurse Boot Camp. As I teach nurses these tools, it increases their positive outlook, their self-efficacy, and their resilience. And those things restore our hope. I think a lot of times when we feel hopeless, it's because we feel helpless, right? Like we don't feel like we have options or at least not options that we like. So when I think about the nursing world right now, I think a lot of people are feeling helpless. They feel like they've got two options. They're like, I can either leave nursing and just be done with it, get rid of all this stress from my life and just be a stay-at-home mom or get a different job, maybe become a barista or go back to school for something. They're like, I can just leave nursing altogether find a different way to make money or find a way to live with less money, that's one of my options. A lot of people don't like that. They're like, you know what? I went into nursing because I love the profession, because I find it fascinating and I want to continue to be a nurse, but 
it feels like my other option is if I continue being a nurse, then I have to do that and just be miserable. So we think there's no way to be happy as a nurse because we see staffing ratios, we see really sick patients, we maybe disagree with some of the policies at our hospitals. So when we think those are our only two choices to either leave nursing altogether or stay a nurse and be miserable, then we feel hopeless because we don't like those options, right? But these tools I teach you guys help increase your self-efficacy, help you see that you have the power to create the experience you want, that you have the power to make positive changes. And things don't have to change right now. All those things happening outside of you, the staffing ratios, the patients, your manager, the policies, that stuff doesn't have to change in order for you to stay in nursing and be happy as a nurse. And that is what I found was what drew me to coaching. So when I first started learning coaching tools, that was my experience is I felt more hope in my life. I had just had my first child, Evelyn, had just been born, and I was feeling pretty down. Like I loved being a mom. I was so excited about that and having a newborn baby was so fun, but also so freaking hard, you guys. <laughs> I had problems with her latching, so I was pumping every feeding and then giving her a bottle and I was just exhausted by all of it. But I started listening to a podcast that taught coaching tools much like this. And as I learned these tools, I started to realize I had way more power than I ever knew. I had just thought I had a pretty good life and maybe I wasn't as grateful as I should be all the time, but the challenges I was experiencing were just the norm, that you just had to suffer through them and get to the other side of them. And when you were at a different stage of life, then you would finally be happy. That's what I had thought as I was making that transition into motherhood. And I know a lot of nurses think that too, right? We think, well, I just have to be a nurse for five years. And then I'll have gotten through that miserable stage of learning to become a nurse and I'll finally enjoy it. And so they just kind of surrender. They feel maybe a little bit helpless in the meantime and kind of hopeless as far as what the next several years are going to look like for them. But there's that glimmer of hope that maybe once I get through this stage of my career, then I'll finally be happy. So that's what we tend to think, right? We're like, once something changes, once I'm not a new nurse anymore, or once the pandemic's over, I think that's a big one for people where we had that glimmer of hope, right? When the vaccine came out, a lot of people started to get more positive and more hopeful thinking, okay, there's light at the end of the tunnel. They felt like they had grounds to believe something good might happen, right? That's the definition of hope. They felt like they had grounds to believe something good might happen. But then with the next wave of COVID, they lost that. They were like, oh, never mind. Nothing good is going to come from this. Nothing good's going to happen. We're going to be stuck in this pandemic for so long. And so they felt hopeless and helpless because they didn't feel there was anything they could do to change it and to make their experience of nursing more tolerable or even enjoyable. But as I transitioned into motherhood and started learning these coaching tools, that's what I realized is there was hope because I started learning how to work through the distress. 
And even though it didn't make my life easy all the time, I was able to turn some of it to use stress, to like turn down the volume on the distress where it was, you know, so overwhelming and challenging and exhausting to just turn down the volume and be like, okay, there's still some discomfort, but actually it's pushing me forward. It's moving me toward goals instead of holding me back from them. And it's actually kind of beautiful to experience all the different emotions that come along with being human. And that's what I help nurses achieve in Bold Nurse Society, is I help you turn down the volume on your stress, just like we did at the Slam Your Stress Retreat, so you can see that you have the power to create something different. You don't have to wait for all of those things to change to feel better. And as you start learning these tools, you might have been able to experience that hope. I hope that as you listen to the podcast and you learn these tools, you start to have grounds to believe that something good might happen in your life. Because you take a little bit of power back as you learn these positive psychology tools. And as you apply them in your life, you get more evidence that something good might happen. Maybe you can create something positive from these challenges you're experiencing in the different situations in your life, even with staffing ratios how they are, even with policies being how they are. You start to see things can improve. You can have a better experience than what you're creating right now. So I love that the nurses in the Slam Your Stress Retreat found grounds to believe that life could get even better. Because in just that week we spent together, they started applying those tools and seeing changes in their life and experiencing the wins. I loved hearing their wins, how they would say, I had so much more energy today to clean the kitchen. I was way more productive getting my child ready for school. Or I had this crazy shift, but I actually felt calm and collected and gratitude for my team while I was working. It was so awesome to see them find that evidence, the grounds to believe that things could improve and that something good might happen. And so I'm excited to be kicking off Bold Nurse Boot Camp because we're going to take that all to the next level. We're going to keep building on that and showing you. I'm going to just give you tons of tools that give you more and more grounds to believe that something good might happen in your life, that your future might be beautiful, that the future of nursing might be beautiful and amazing. And so I'm excited to help you guys create that in Bold Nurse Boot Camp. If you haven't checked out what Bold Nurse Boot Camp is, I don't want to go into too much detail here in the podcast episode, but you can go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash bootcamp and it'll give you the details there. But I'm excited to help you guys build on these tools and to really help them become part of you and change your nursing journey. Now, I want to give you guys an exercise today that's going to help you do that as well. So, in the podcast, usually I'm just giving you guys information and kind of give you some new mindset shifts on how to look at things. Today, I want to walk you through an actual exercise that you can do, and it will help you feel more hopeful even right now without anything around you changing. Okay, so I did this exercise myself, so I'm going to tell you what I wrote down and how it worked out for me. And then later, after you've listened to this episode, grab a piece of paper and actually write it down because that's what's going to help you really see it in your life and start making those changes. Okay? All right. 
So what you're going to do first for this exercise is make a list of what your ideal life would look like. So even if it's just a day-to-day thing, like what would be some things you want to change or have in your life so that you could experience that fulfillment and joy and excitement or whatever it is in your life that you want to experience. So let me read you my list. And I made a long list, you guys. I was really trying to think about it in detail. Like what would my ideal day look like or my ideal routine? So here's what I came up with. I said I would wake up to a clean house. I would eat healthy homemade meals. Uh, The dog would go to the groomers regularly. My dog's kind of smelly right now. (laughs) I have a sweet miniature Australian shepherd, and she's the nicest dog, but she is stinky right now. She needs to go to the groomer, so that's what made me think of that. Um, There'd be time to play with my kids every day. We'd have family outings once a week, at least. I'd have date night with my husband once a week. I would be able to shower and do my makeup and get dressed in cute clothes every day and not feeling like I'm just rushing out the door and throwing something on. Well, throwing something on first before rushing out the door. (laughs) I should say that in the other order. Um, I would keep my car clean and well-maintained. My house would be clean. I'd be caught up on laundry. The toys would be organized. I'd have enjoyable conversations with my coworkers. I'd carry out tasks at work with confidence and I'd feel organized during my shift, not like I'm running around chaotically. My patients would thank me. Um, I would exercise three times a week. I'd talk on the phone or hang out with some of my close girlfriends at least once a week. I'd be able to visit extended family regularly, especially for special occasions. I'd have the energy to help friends when they're in need. And I would be thoughtful to my friends. I'd have them in mind and be able to send them little gifts or birthday messages and feel like I am organized enough to remember those things. So that was my list I made. There's nothing like huge on there, right? That's like, oh, why can't you have that now, right? But some of these things are outside of my control, right? Like how my patients behave and what's going on during my shift my children I can't control. Like if I wanted to make all of these happen on my list, I would have to be able to control other people. Or I would constantly be cleaning my house, right? I'd be rushing around, cleaning the car, cleaning my house, taking the dog to the groomer, doing all these things. And so in order to make them all happen, it seems like I have to be able to control other people. Okay. So make a list like that. I want you to just write down if you're like, okay, this is my ideal. Like, I want to be able to exercise three times a week. I want to eat this way. I want to live this way. This is what I want my house to look like. This is what I want my day to look like. Get a whole list and just write it all down, okay? Now, what I want you to notice is these aren't what you actually want. These things that you wrote down aren't really what you want. They're what we think we want because we think they're the way to Fulfillment and joy and connection and feeling relaxed and organized and calm. Like we think that we have to have these things in order to feel how we want to. But that's not the case, my friends. So I'm going to help you identify what it is you really want. And what you really want is to believe certain things about your life and about you and your family and the people around you. 
Okay. That's what you want. You want to believe a different story than what you believe right now. Okay. So that might seem kind of weird. Let me walk you through the exercise to show you how it all plays out. Okay. So for each of these things I wrote, I asked myself, if I had that, if that's how my schedule looked, if I woke up every day and my house was spotless, if I was eating healthy meals that were home cooked all the time, if I was connecting with friends and hanging out with my girlfriends and going on dates with my husband and doing all those things I listed. So for each one of them, I asked if that was happening right now, what would I be thinking and believing about myself and my life and my job and my family? What are the things I'd be telling myself if that were the case? Okay. So here's what I found. Let me share those thoughts with you. If that's how my life looked, I'd be thinking things like, I'm so lucky to live here. I'm managing my life well. I'm making an impact. I have a lot of people in my life that I love who love me. I'm valuable. I'm doing a good job. So those are the things that I want to be thinking in my life. And we think that we're not able to think those things because the situation isn't the way we laid out, right? All those ideals that we thought we had to have met aren't there. But I want you to realize that those are beliefs you could hold right now. Like I could totally think all of those things about my life right now. And as I look at them, I'm like, you know what? I actually do kind of believe those things. I think they're true to some extent. I just haven't been choosing those thoughts. When I see my house messy, I think there's so much to do. This is so overwhelming. This is exhausting. Why isn't anyone else helping clean up? Those thoughts aren't creating the experience I want. It's not the house being the way it is. But it's possible, even when my house is messy, to think, I'm so lucky I live here. And when I truly think and believe that, then I feel that gratitude. And that's what I'm craving. I'm craving that gratitude, that sense of security and peace. But I could choose to think that thought right now, you guys. I could choose to believe I'm managing my life well. Right now, I'm taking the situations around me and I'm using them as evidence that I'm not managing my life well, right? Like the dog hasn't been to the groomers in so long or my kid's throwing a tantrum or I forgot this appointment. I'm like, oh, I'm not managing my life well. But maybe that's not true. Maybe I could start to believe I am managing my life well and nurture that belief and look for evidence that it's true. Because once you start trying on these beliefs that you would be thinking in your ideal situation, once you start looking for how it's true in your life now, then your brain will search for evidence for it. Before it was looking for evidence how it's you're not managing your life well. And it was finding lots of evidence. But when you decide this is what I want to believe instead, this is what I know I'm, I wish I believed in my life, then you can start looking for how it's true. Maybe at work, I said, I would believe I'm making an impact if my patients thanked me, or if I felt calm and confident during my shift. I could choose to believe I'm making an impact right now. How's that true, you guys? How is it true that you are making an impact even when you're late on the meds, even when you get an admit and you don't get back to another patient's room for a really long time, even when a doctor gets mad at you, 
or you forget to release some orders or you chart something incorrectly, how is it true still that you are making an impact? How is it true that you have a lot of people who love you and that you love in your life? Maybe it's true that you're valuable. Maybe it's true that you're doing a good job. So go through your list. What are the things that you want to believe about your life? So with that list you made of your ideal situation, next to each one, I want you to write, if this were true, if this situation was exactly how I wanted it to be, what would I be telling myself about myself and my life then? And then practice noticing how those things are already true and how you could choose to believe them right now. And if you do that, you guys, you will feel more hope in your life. You will see that you have the power to create the experience you want without needing to control everyone around you. And I know some of them are hard to believe right now. You might be struggling like with the I'm making an impact one or I'm doing a good job. Sometimes those thoughts are hard to believe. Maybe your brain thinks you're kind of (laughs) crazy, that you're just making up stories. And it's like, no, I can't believe that right now. So if you're struggling to believe some of those thoughts and those ideas, bring them to me. That's what we do in coaching. That's what I help you do in Bold Nurse Boot Camp and in Bold Nurse Society. We make those beliefs believable to you. I help you find ground for believing that something good might happen, that something good is already happening, that nothing has gone wrong. And I can help you rewrite that story and create that future in your life. So I hope you feel more hope (laughs) as you see that you have the power to create your experience. And by doing this exercise today, you can generate more hope in your life. And I hope we can continue that in Bold Nurse Bootcamp together. So come hang out with me. Go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash bootcamp and let's crank up the hope in your life. We don't need to feel hopeless. I know we see a lot of evidence around us that maybe tells us the future doesn't look good, that the future doesn't look good for nursing or for our country or for our lives personally. But I want you to know the future is yours to write. It's wide open and I can help you find so many grounds to believe that it's going to be amazing. I believe that. I believe that for my life. I believe that for your life. I believe that for the nursing profession. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be better than any of us can imagine right now. So I can't wait to help you create it and then watch it unfold. It's going to be fun, you guys. All right, my friends, have a beautiful, hope-filled week, and I'll talk to you later. Take care.